This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 707. I am Brian Kilby. It's the last episode of 2020. By God, thank you. Go away, 2020. We don't want you here anymore. No, we don't. So, yeah. No. Hey, I'm Brian Kilby. That's uh, Rob's here, Diecast, Matt, XV, Don, and John was here. Is John here? John's here. John's, John's here. here. I changed the layout of the screen so I don't, I don't actually see everybody that's on anymore. So, <sighs> go away, 2020. We don't want you anymore. I'm actually uh, really, really happy that this year is over. How about you guys? Do you really yes. think 2021 oh, yeah. could be any different? No. Yeah, I'm not putting my hopes on anything. Yeah. No. Well, I, I just saw. At least. Yeah, I just saw something that'll make y'all smile. Uh, I just had a, I just had an ad pop up in another window that's describing Turns Golden out Girl. No, no. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. No, I'm no, glad no. The, uh, I'm glad the audio it, is muted. Yeah. Oh. It's a uh, Golden Girl action figures available, and it's a picture of Harley Quinn. <laughs> so I don't think that's right. Why did that bid on Nerfles anyway? Okay, sorry. Pre-show, join Patreon, patreon.com slash tfradio. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube, and yeah. you'll get notified when we actually go live with the pre-show. If you want to yeah. see it, if you want to see the chaos while, while it's, it's happening, happening yeah. and come hop in the Discord at tfradio.net slash Discord, and just, you know, give us your commentary yeah. or, uh, you know, via text, facepalm at Brian. Yeah. Uh, the, or Don or Diecast, whatever. The, uh, the uh, but podcast version is exclusive to Patreon. Uh, also, we have our weekly History on the Fives podcast. This coming week, we're starting uh, 2021, which means we're looking back on years ending with one and six. And I really enjoy doing that, especially uh, with the folks that have been on it as of late. Uh, if you're a patron at the Touch tier, uh, hit me up and let me know, and we'll add you. If you want to be on, we're just going to add all the Touch patrons. We're not going to like rotate. We're going to have like the biggest podcast ever. Uh, Bob, I think, is calling it... Uh, a parallel RFC or something like that, but I really like the I really like the dynamic. And we learned last night in the recording that Joey and Sean live like twenty minutes from each other. We like learned that on the show, so that's pretty cool. So that was fun. Patreon.com slash TF Radio. Also, it's the end of the month, so that's when people decline get their accounts declined and stuff. And it's always great. You lose patrons at the end of the month, so if you want to hop on now, uh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What else is going on? Um, we're going to have our uh, look back at 2020 next week. Uh, I'm voting for doing it live and just having I a... think you've been outvoted. Okay. Sunday? You're going to record Sunday? <laughs> I can probably do that. Okay. We'll find time Sunday to record. And uh, I would actually and then like... And Ryan will just secretly stream it live. Yeah, I would actually... I would still like to do sort of like a live stream next week just to have people around, maybe do an RFC extra or something. You guys good with that? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we can do something. We'll figure out something. What will happen then? When's... Well, you know, we've yeah. been talking about doing, um, at least for the patrons, um, the Ask the Toy Detectives thing in the live stream. Okay. We might uh, think about working that in there, too. Okay, let's do that. Let's just say yeah. this. So next week at Wednesday. Next week at Wednesday. Wednesday, <laughs> <laughs> January 7th, 6th, uh, we will do a live stream. Uh, it'll be for patrons only. It'll be at patreon.com slash tfradio. So if you want to join up, we'll have a live stream then. Uh, but RSC 708, which will be our year in review, 
it will it'll be just like every other year that we do it. It'll post uh, when on Wednesday, like normal show time. It'll post as a podcast and video and everything all at once. So, but we will have a live stream on our Patreon. So, uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll do some fun stuff. And you'll be able to chat along on our Discord as well because we have a patron chat there. So, so definitely, you know, go sign up for the Patreon this week so you don't miss that. Yeah. So, uh, I actually am really looking forward to the year in review. Uh, I think this is the first year I actually am. Because less stuff. And yet we've done it for ten years. Yeah, less stuff is less stuff happened in twenty twenty, so it should be a shorter show. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, like no conventions. Uh, let's see here in, in person. Just sounds sad when you say it that way. Yeah. Yes, that's not depressing at all. I hope, hopefully, conventions will return in twenty twenty one. So, like, uh, you know, there are there are virtual conventions. I think TFCon did one. Uh, there's one coming up in January, IACON Online. And I we, we we toyed with the idea of doing one ourselves. Heck, we toyed with the idea of doing one ourselves a couple years ago, even before this uh, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, COVID thing happened. Um, but I don't know, just I don't know, it didn't really fit or feel right because it basically it's just a live stream which which we do every week. So what's <laughs> different about it? But um, I really, I really do like the idea of, of those conventions. But I cannot wait for real conventions to come back. Yes, I want to go somewhere and you know be around people who share my interests. Yeah, you know, like something we should at least consider. We're not going to have Toy Fair on the usual Toy Fair weekend. Yeah. this year. Um, you know, maybe we should replace that with some kind of virtual RFC con experience. Okay, people watch. People. Okay, it's it, the date's been claimed. So you can't call. I, 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 I mean, yeah. we should still send diecast to New York, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just walk around the city. I'm yeah. not. The guys who've been around for a while know that I used to be super paranoid. Like when we'd come up with an idea or something, we don't talk about it because we don't want somebody to steal it. Because you know you've been around long enough, you know ideas that you come up with find their way other places, but. Chris mentioned it publicly, so we're claiming that date. You can't, you can't copy us. It's been claimed. We also make no guarantee that this is actually going to. Happen. Yeah, we don't know. One that time. Yeah, I'm rolled. Uh, Hasbro, Hasbro will probably have some some form of live stream. Set oh up yeah. Play if Hasbro there, doesn't have a live stream, we'll do something. They won't have it. On Ness is stealing RFC con. No. On that specific day, they'll, they'll have, have some, some kind, kind of something, something probably that week or within a two week stretch on either side of that. It'd be like, awesome if they'd ship out uh, like uh, Kingdom Wave 2 to certain Transformers collectors. You know, the only reason that you know, happened the only reason that happened you know, normally the representatives that go to New York Comic Con on invitation yeah. get to play with that stuff and last year got to keep all the stuff they uh, were shown. Like, that's the only reason that happened with yeah. the. With the yeah, Kingdom Boy Toy Fair stuff. stuff this time it wouldn't happen. <laughs> am I getting? A, am I the only one getting a delay from Chris? That was weird. Okay. Um, delay. I have. I have not had. I had a. Uh, there was a little bit of cut out there for a second, but no delay. It, it cut out and he came back. So mm. people listening to the podcast will hear that. So I'm just. I'm. You're not crazy. I heard it too. No, you're crazy. Okay. <laughs> Chris's internet is still recovering from exploding. So. Oh yeah, blade of grass. It's been surprisingly stable. Since it came back uh, Sunday afternoon, huh. it's the best feeling to get internet back. I know. I used up like 500 megabytes on my phone's data plan. No, oh, that sucks. Arg. And that was with rationing. Yeah. Mm. 
So let's see here. Uh, anything else? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot really to talk about news wise. In fact, one bit, one item is from like 1995, but <laughs> it's the coolest thing. Yeah, it really is. So uh, basically, I guess what an auction last year for some McDonald's documentation uh, went up, and was it a Transformers collector or a general like toy collector got it? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. But basically, the long and the short of it is AllSpark got uh, samples or the, the, the Transformers section from this. And the, I think the person who got this posted it to their Instagram account. Oh. Well, AllSpark was, mirrored it. Like, yeah. And uh, it's it's interesting. There's, uh, like, design sheets. And, John, this is, like, really your bag. This is, like, the stuff you Yeah, collect. John, why didn't you this. get yeah, why don't, yeah, why don't, One, why didn't you get it? And, two, do you want to tell us about it? Um, I can't tell you about it because I probably I have I have I didn't read the article in depth. Okay, I do have some interesting observations which you'll probably come up with, but I guess I have the wrong saved searches, guys. I need to no. tweak them. So this mm. popped up all over Twitter. I, I honestly I thought you I thought I learned it from you. I learned it by watching you. Good. So thank you. It took me a second to catch on to that one, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. So basically, it's a lot of design sheets for uh, Beast Wars, which. It wasn't called Beast Wars. It was called Transformers. Yeah, they hadn't come up with a Beast Wars name. Uh, but it's just simple designs for characters, and I'll just run through them. Uh, Megatron, the Crocodile, uh, Buzzsaw, Scorpion, is it a Scorpionock? Bat Optimus Prime, uh, Prowl, who's a, what is he, a wolf? Cheetor. Like Prowl is Cheetor. Prowl is a panther. God, he looks like a wolf to me. I'm yeah. reading the designs. The snapping turtle turn uh, transforms to buzzsaw. Scorpion transforms to shockwave. Uh huh. Bat transforms to Optimus Prime. Panther transforms to Prowl, and Lion transforms to Optimus Prime. So why do they have two Optimus Prime? Well, <laughs> different. Uh, well, I mean, well, there's there's like three Megatrons too. Yeah, but we had that oh. though. We had remember we had the crocodile Megatron and. Dinosaur, then the Optimus Primal bat. Uh, so this, it's interesting. The the Optimus Primal uh, doesn't really look anything. Maybe a little bit like Lyo Convoy, uh, but the lion heads it's not, the chest. Supposed to? I mean, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying that Lyo Convoy could have used design cues from this when they um... when they designed him. So. Um, it, it's worth mentioning that what does use design cues from that Optimus Prime design is under three. Under, exactly. So yeah, yeah, under three. Uh, they go through um, like the this transformation and discussion of what the toys are. Um, so under three, originally there was a version that was Optimus Prime's head, and it unfolds into an Optimus Prime, not unlike the uh, what the RPM toys little cars that you just like the hot wheels that you pick yeah. up so yep. basically it's under three <laughs> you just unfold him um but they also have if i'm not wrong a different version of it in here that's the lion yeah the lion head yeah and you open it up and you see optimus prime so this is just chock full of neat things again the toy line was called transformers it used the uh just the logo from g2 Without saying they were probably G2. still workshopping what the new subline name would be. Yeah. So, this is just a lot of neat stuff. I love seeing things like this. Yeah, oh, one yeah. thing that I like is the uh, the Manta Ray Optimus. 
Oh, because he's got he's got the little like rebreather mask molded in. Well, I mean, you know, it's in oh, the art that have been molded in. I didn't notice. I didn't. I just saw the manta ray, and I didn't even. I didn't look that closely at it. You are absolutely right. It's Optimus Prime with scuba gear. Yeah, so like it looked like a lot of what they had in mind for the Happy Meal promotion that would have been would have been just multiple versions of Megatron and also maybe like two other characters, like maybe the Prowl and um, Scorpionock or Buzzsaw. Yeah, uh, the Manta Ray Optimus Prime is listed as an auto roller, funny enough. Uh, the Sea Turtle Megatron, which I love, is also an auto roller. God, there's auto yeah, and there is and there is non auto roller versions of those too. It's there's a lot of like interesting development stuff in here that made it seem like there was going to be a fair bit of character repetition in terms of different kinds of toys, not unlike what we have now with lines like Cyberverse. For I guess because I started collecting seriously during Beast Wars, I have tons of nostalgia for this, and yeah, I I I, I see this and this just I don't know it it. It, it scratches some itch deep in my brain that I didn't know was there. Yeah, so, like, I'm going to agree with Blade Raider, uh, his comment in our Discord. Like, one of the most interesting things about this is it showing that the toy that's obviously the same base design as what we ended up getting as Cheetor was originally Prowl, the panther. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of that makes a lot more sense because it's not built as a cheetah at remotely <laughs> You know, it's just like a generic big cat body design that they put Cheetah Deco onto and made a different character. But, like, it makes so much more sense as Prowl, especially, like, the robot head detailing. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. uh, it's interesting that the uh, they they were calling the Decepticons Predacons, but the, uh, the Autobots uh, were Cyber Beasts. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you can tell, like, this was still early enough where they were you know, running ideas for what the specific branding was going to be through processes. Predacons yep. is something they originally had or already had available to them. And so they could just apply that and hold on to the trade, but there wasn't an analogous thing for the Autobots. So they just kind of had to roll with what they had. Cyber Beast is generic enough that like, if they ended up having to use that, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal to like secure a hold on that. But it's also generic enough where, like, if they come up with something better, it's not any loss to, like, abandon cyber beasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Captain Rufus, like, Prowl was an owl, though. You're darn right. Well, eventually, yeah. 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 That was, I think Captain Rufus and I, uh, I mean, and Chrissy were there, too, but that was, like, my heyday for all Toys Transformers. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, a fairly early memory I have is... um. Jenny and Graham reporting finding the color variants for Transmetal 2 Dinobot and Transmetal 2 Prowl and nobody quite understanding why those existed or what the deal hmm. was with them. Because remember, uh, Dinobot originally came in like the, the beigeier color and then was released was... again in the bone white. Yeah, and okay. Transmetal 2 Prowl came out in the much darker deco overall. For a second I was thinking that was the Hasbro employee store toys, but that was something. No, that was uh, Green Ramulus. Yeah. Oh, we're so old. How much does that go uh, for? Now? Well, Megatron looks like Waspinator. That's great. What? What? Megatron looks like Waspinator in one of the uh, one oh, of the, the dragonfly colored... one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the you... one that's obviously the Happy Meal version, where it's just like they don't even try to disguise the extra set of limbs from the uh, bug mode. Megatron just has four arms as a robot. Mm -hmm. And then I also like the Optimus Prime head because it looks like Optimus Prime was the first flip phone. Yeah. 
I, I like this alternate history you're proposing. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, this is a really cool thing to me because, yeah, Beast Wars was my first serious collecting stage. And finding. Oh my God. $7,200. For Ramulus? Uh, yeah. I mean, well. there was so, so few of those. Oh my God. $7,200. Ah! Okay, yeah, so during. The run of Transmetals, I mean, um, Transmetals itself, Optimus and Megatron had color variants, which probably weren't intentional. And then for Transmetals 2, they did color variants that were intentional, and Prowl and Dinobot were two of the known ones. Ramulus was a third. The original Ramulus that came out at retail was like a, a reddish-pink chrome color. The one that only surfaced through the Hasbro employee store was green chrome. Um, and that was basically a production test run of that, and they just decided to not go forward with that as a running change in the line. So there's only a handful of units of that known to exist. It said, it said five. Yeah, I don't, I can't corroborate or deny that because yeah. I don't know or remember a specific number that was ever cited, but I was thinking probably like 10, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but that's basically the context for people who are wondering, like, why is there a $7,200 Ramulus? And what's a Ramulus? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, no, I, I love this um, this document find, whatever you want to call it. I like this because it's totally new information to us of something from so long ago. And, like, getting these kind of new details uncovered is the coolest thing when you've been around so long that you know, like, almost everything there is to know about a given area or so it seems yeah sorry i'm just sharing out that ramulus link oh my <laughs> god that's awesome okay that makes my day okay cool anything else about this okay. uh, nothing comes to mind okay so we're not going to talk about this very long very brief i will say this tfradio.net uh the rfc transformers news update episode 126 i posted my brian kilby's review of earthrise uh Again, thanks to Netflix for giving us access early to watch. Um, read, read my read my comments. Um, I, I've been seeing feedback from people all day who are watching it, and uh, it's it's mixed, just like I expected. Just like Siege, I find the series incredible. This is no spoilers. I find the series incredibly boring, and that's my biggest problem with it. And it amplifies everything else. But I was thinking, guys, when we were talking about this in pre-pre-show, do you think, <laughs> do you think, I honestly think if the, there was more oomph and passion and uh, better sound mixing, that it might be, it, I might enjoy it more. It's just, the way I described it, it feels so passionless that it has to be intentional. And it's almost like any passion is extracted from it frame by frame as it's being produced. I think budget constraints may have also been an issue because like every time it, you see like the Autobots running away, they don't transform and drive away. They physically run. And I'm like, it would be so much quicker for them to just transform and drive because they I can go fast. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, once you have the models and everything done, I don't know if it costs that much more to, to do anything with it. I, my problem with it is just, uh, I mean, I think it looks great. I think it's like nine tenths of where where it needs to be to be really great potentially. Maybe that's a slight exaggeration, 
but I think that if they could just inject some excitement into it and maybe more consistency with, you know, like any type of characterization that we've seen in the past with these characters, it might be a little more enjoyable. I have, I think, two points I will share on this. One is that I think one of the biggest things hamstringing this is the episode count. Um, yes. Because they are trying to do so much with six 22-minute episodes. It was six episodes, right? Mm -hmm. um, six 22-minute episodes. They're trying to do like a 13 or maybe even 20-episode season's worth of content in six 22-minute episodes. And it's causing it to have to be boiled down to basically just the bullet points of the plot with no room to expand that and actually, you know, flesh out the story they're trying to tell in between those points. Um, the, the other thing is, and this may be a product of how it's uh, structured and paced, I just don't think the series is made with me in mind. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I've had a couple friends who reviewed it. Uh, try to talk me down from it and try to make me um, try to make me uh, see the, the 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 light. And one of them said, basically, this is for the this is for the person who watched Transformers the movie, you know, like a hundred times over the course of their life and nothing else Transformers related. But th yeah, that's not me. So yeah, you just did that over the course of one summer. Um... Yeah, I did that over the course of one summer. Exactly right. <laughs> like in a way. I think Siege actually kind of came across a little bit better because the story was, I want to say, smaller and a little bit more tightly focused. It wasn't trying to do as many things as Earthrise is doing. If Earthrise had maybe even just four more episodes to expand some of this out into and actually let some of these processes develop a little bit more, there would have been some interesting things going along here. They just did not have the time or space to actually like dig in and take advantage of some of the ideas they came up with. To me, that's the biggest hurt factor of Earthrise. Yeah. We might... Ta you know, honestly, let's not even bother. Like, we're not we're not reviewing it on this episode. I think none of us are in the mindset to do it. But once Kingdom is done, we should do a post-mortem on the, on whole, the whole thing. thing. Yeah, on the whole thing. That just implies I'd have to rewatch the whole thing. It's not that long. I guess, you know, six months from now, I might feel less not inclined to do that. I, yeah. I just want to say I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It's not perfect. Um, I think I personally think they did a better job than they did with Siege. Um, and it, it is getting better and better. So I do have hopes that Kingdom will be decent. I just can't imagine a, a non-mainframe adaptation of Beast Wars. Uh, well... I can set aside the mainframe part because, like, you know, animation studios change and everything. That's true. And, and while this may not be the best computer animation studio, like, they would have access to, I guess, for the money it is. But, like, if they went with the people that did uh, Transformers Prime and uh, Robots in Disguise and Cyberverse, yeah. which, you know, three different styles, but it was all the same studio. Yeah. And, you know, they were really good at animating Transformers, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, like, that part would be fine. My problem would be... Um, Beast Wars not performed by the Ocean Group. Yeah, I mean, I, because the yeah. characters are the voices of the characters. Yeah, you know what I mean, like without those voices, it's just an imitation, literally. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have I have trepidation. I'll say toward uh, Kingdom just because of that Beast Wars link, 
but I'm also curious to see what they're going to do with that part of the setting. So it's not, and not that these series are the cost of having good toys because it doesn't work that way. But the toys from Earthrise and Kingdom have been great, so it doesn't impact my love of those toy lines. <laughs> oh uh, no. no! Where, where in, in in the past, when the toy line, ex- when the media existed to sell the toy line, you know that 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 really might have an impact on, on my general feeling of a of a of a toy line. Um, this is. I don't understand why these series even exist, to be honest. So, uh, so they, it doesn't impact my love of, say, the Earthrise toy line or, or whatever. You uh, know why these series exist? Because we kept asking for a, a series. Right. Why well, I, I, I did? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't ask that. I don't need it. I I I enjoy it. I'm I'm glad it's there. Um, I, I would rather have a toy line. That was, or the series designed sort of in concert with the toy line, where there's some synergy, and you actually are trying to sell the toy line, sell the toy line based on the series. This just feels off. So, but. And the weird thing is, too, like, in one sense, this is like classic Transformers media, where it's made after all the design work and ideas for the toy line are locked in and in production. And it has to follow along with that. But, like, it doesn't feel anything like stuff like Beast Wars or even G1 did in that way. <sighs> Necessing make Transformers just like Bridgerton, I don't know what that is, or Cobra Kai, and that is the correct answer. <laughs> Go balls to the wall. I think that's what you have to do. I want them to let George Kerstick just have free reign on a Transformers series and just make Transformers Megas XLR. Hey, you know, yes. do it. Do it. <laughs> Even if it's just, like, you know, three or five episodes and it only happens one time, just, like, let me live in the world where that exists for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts before we move on? <laughs> no, but my idea is popular in the in the Discord. Yeah. Someone's already screaming. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, hey, let's jump to what we got this week. Um, who wants Chris? You go first. Okay. So, um, you might have seen on Twitter, I went to Aldi and... They finally marked down their Earthrise stuff. Unfortunately, all they had was two RCs, so unfortunately, I own an RC now. How much was it? Uh, 13. Mm. Yeah, it's a little bit more than I actually wanted to spend on it, but it's also not 20, so... Yeah. No, that's a... RC is okay for that price. I don't know if it's ever going to even get opened, because I have the Paradron Medic, so, like, I'm familiar with the mold. I, you yeah. know, if it was if it was the, the Kingdom packaging, I could more justify it. Yeah, and but I think like that's gonna take longer to go on discount. Yeah. Um, thanks to John DeLuna, I have uh, Thrust, which is gonna be my final Earthrise toy, I think. Which is funny that I got after most of uh, Kingdom Wave One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you for sending that along, John. Mm-hmm. Um, from GameStop, it was slightly delayed, but not quite as much as Cyclonus was. I have uh, Kingdom Megatron. What do you think? It's um, it's definitely a thing. There's some things I don't like about it. Soft plastic. Um, the soft plastic is weird and a little uncomfortable, and I'm finding various spots where the pegs are trying to pull out of the uh, mm-hmm. solid plastic underlayment. Uh, also, I don't like like around the neck where there's no way to really get all the panels flush that I can find. It, it, yeah, it. I we're rated PG-13. I don't want to say what it reminds me of, but it. 
I mean, I can imagine. Yeah. So, you know, just just imagine I got that reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't like that the tail weapon is permanently a part of the left arm when it should be removable. Like, you know, just by how the design works, it should be a removable part. Um. The transformation, like, I see what some of you were talking about with the um, the hips being a little bit scary. Like, that's a really tight hinge joint. But, you know, getting the right leverage on it made it feel a lot less like I was breaking something in half. So that was good. Um, and, like, my experience with Masterpiece Beast Wars Megatron was, oh, damn, I'm going to break this thing anytime I try to transform yeah. it from all these little tabs and, like, hinges that require a hydraulic press to actually actuate. Um, this only has the hips as a feeling of, like, needing extreme amounts of force to actually move that, and that material feels solid enough, I'm not really worried about a breakage. So, like, on that score, it's at least a better experience in hand. It is big, and it's, um, it's got good weight to it. Like, it, it's pretty dense and hefty in the hand. Um, and, you know, most of the leaders in the past year or so being, um, voyagers with some add-ons it's it's nice to get something that's like all one solid piece and actually feels like yeah. a bigger toy again um you know i could definitely do with some of the parts fitting being a little bit tighter there's a lot of gaps and seams in the beast mode uh that don't all need to necessarily be there the tail is the worst example because like they've really mm. joint in here so you can wag its tail a little bit and i'd be just as happy having a fixed straight tail and have all that uh you know, line up with dinosaur skin there, texture. There's a leak that we didn't talk about where that uh, the suggestion is that could be repainted as a Jurassic Park character or T Rex. Yeah, the T Rex from Jurassic Park. Any what do you thought what do you think about that? I mean the way the head looks I could kind of see it. Yeah. Um and the head's an interesting thing because like I remember there this is something that uh John specifically brought up when we were first seeing um the pictures of this Megatron. Like no, it does not look like Megatron specifically looked in Beast Wars. No. But at the same time, I can see Megatron in this dinosaur face. Like, it's a different take, but I still feel like they got the personality and how they designed the face. So, like, I'm still actually really satisfied with that. It's realistic, but it still looks like Megatron's facial expression. It's a, I can't explain it any more clearly than that, but it just it works for me for what they did. And just one one more thing about that. Somebody had pointed out that uh, that uh, Mattel has the JP license now, but you know, Lenard has Lenard has the Top Gun license, but they were able to do the Transformers Cross, you know, Top Gun. Who knows what those licensing agreements look like? So I wouldn't yeah. let that. Yeah, if yeah, I wouldn't let that get in the way of believing or not believing that uh that line. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how much stock I put in all that leak, but like, there's some interesting suggestions in that. I guess I'll say. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing I don't like about this Megatron is just like some of the color choices are a little bit weird. The robot mode's a lot more uh, grape jelly purple than it should be. Hmm. Um. You know, in the show, Megatron's robot mode was mostly, like, darker. There was a lot more black on the torso, and the purple colors were darker. So it's not exactly right for show likeness. And it's another case of, like, I really wish Takara was still being Takara because they would actually make us one of these that is colored like the show was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Beast Mode's posable enough. It's a little bit more posable than the original Beast Wars Megatron T-Rex toy, like the head's pretty movable um 
you end up dislodging panels, but they're not really uh, seated down anyway, so like there's no big loss there. And I guess you know the tail wags if you're into that, but again, I just didn't have it be static and like one contiguous uh, surface. And there's more mobility in the legs. You like you can do a little bit more with this. I think the original Beast Wars toy is technically bigger in volume, if not actual plastic mass. Um, but as an update, I can't not like this. Like you know, they got the spirit of Megatron in ways that matter and. One of my criticisms of 2014 generations tried to do Beast Wars characters was they all felt like soulless color-by-number attempts. And what I'm getting out of the Beast Wars stuff from Kingdom so far is they're getting it a lot more than that last try. Even Rhinox. Even Rhinox. Rhinox was actually the worst one for me. Huh, I, uh, I think Rhinox is pretty okay. They're, like, I guess... In a vacuum, Rhinox was okay as a toy-ish, but there was no like spirit of what it was supposed yeah. to be in there. Yeah. Rat Trap was crap. Um, it, oh, Rat Trap was terrible. That shouldn't have happened. Waspinator was almost passable, almost, but it still. But felt just... like basically a lateral move from the you know yes. twenty-year-old deluxe. And the problem was, I had just bought the Telemocha um, Waspinator a few months before the Generations one came out, and I think that's a much superior show accurate yeah. Waspinator toy. So, but no, I'm I'm pretty satisfied with how Kingdom is going so far. I'm still waiting to uh, get a chance at Optimus Primal. Um, you know, GameStop has not put that one up yet that I've heard about, and uh, our other source for getting the stuff a little bit early. It's not worth the shipping cost to me to get Primal just by itself, so I'm, I'm gonna be waiting a little bit on that. Uh, but you know, Cheetor was the thing that I felt the most down on, and that was mostly just because of like stressed parts and snap tabs on the first transformation. Uh, but there's only up to go from that, and everything else has felt pretty good. So I'm I'm pretty optimistic toward uh, Primal, optimistic <clears throat> toward Optimus, huh? Uh, I was also able to find the um, new Cyberverse Deluxes. So I have, um, I have Prowl Ooh. and Starscream. Um, yeah, Prowl's, uh, Prowl's better than Starscream in the respect of, like, both modes look good. Um, Starscream's alternate mode looks like this. <laughs> so what the is problem that? is... How would you describe I, that, Chris, to the podcast listeners? Uh, sadness. It almost looks like a Star Wars ship. It looks like it. Okay. Yeah, so that's the thing. I can't, I honestly cannot tell if this is supposed to be Starscream's Earth mode jet uh, rendered really badly, or if this is supposed to be the um, like more Cybertronic form done for um, the third year Cyberverse toys. Uh, also done kind of badly. If it's the more Cybertronic form, it's a little bit more excusable because it's not trying to be something realistic, and I think that might be what it's going for. But it doesn't really like capture what I liked about that design either. So it's um, it's definitely a thing. The robot mode's a little bit better. Um, you know, it comes together pretty solidly. It has a surprising degree of articulation, and the plastic on both of these feels pretty good. Um, in terms of plastic, the only complaint I have is that Prowls is a little bit ape face like the white plastic. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but since there is not a lot of sculpted detail in it to start with, that's not a terrible problem. Uh, you know, it's supposed to be kind of smooth, flat panels anyway, so you're not really, like, losing any detail in this. The transformation on Prowl is, uh, well, the transformation on both of these, really, but Prowl um, has to go a fairly specific way with how the shoulder guns um, 
are placed for the vehicle mode. Uh, so, like, there's one right way to do this, and if you don't get it exactly right, you have to basically go back to almost the beginning and start over. Uh, so that's not a lot of fun, but when you do get that right, the vehicle mode clips together really solidly. It's a really sturdy little vehicle, and it's really cool looking, too. Uh, uh, it's almost a little bit like RoboCop's car to me. Oh, yeah. Like, the general shape and the angles of it kind of remind me of that. Um, God, what was the name of the model of car? Something 9,000? It probably was. I'll look it up. <laughs> I Rob think you're thinking of the, of the 6,000 SUX, but I don't think RoboCop's car was specifically that. Oh. In any case, though, it kind of makes me want to see this painted in silver. Like a, you know, RoboCop-ish deco put on it. There's an Auto Week document on all of RoboCop's cars. And one of them was a Ford Taurus. So, never mind. I'll shut up now. <laughs> no, I I vaguely remember that being the case. I was just thinking, like, yes, the Ford Taurus, the most, uh, you know, menacing, threatening looking of all the cars. And Sean immediately was like, <laughs> RoboCop's car was a late 80s Ford Taurus. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I'm amazed that he beat Rick on that one, though, because Rick is usually the car guy. Sorry. Ooh, Charlotte's Web cross transformers using black arachnia. Yeah, late. I can see that. Yeah. Um, both of the transformations on these toys are surprisingly complex, though. I was uh, transforming them actually for the first time during pre-pre-show uh, and pre-show a little bit. And I did have to use the instructions for both because there was parts that were not, like, immediately yeah, how anything could actually work. How's the plastic? Feels fine. Um, Starscreams feels really good. Prowls... I was a little worried about prowls because I had to kind of uh, squeeze and compress some of the parts to actually get them to snap together finally. But, like, it does clip together really solidly, and nothing felt like it was deforming. Or do, you was gonna do you have Shockwave? Do you have the Deluxe Shockwave? No, no. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that I hate hated so much. I'm, I just hope that but, they never do anything else like that. I do that. have RC, and I didn't really like how the plastic felt yeah. on RC, and these feel better than that. So uh, this product here, Cyberverse, at least on, you know, these few toys, feels pretty decent. Uh, there's a lot of clear plastic on this, but none of it is like super vitally structural. It does. Uh, it's it's not like the clear plastic on clear plastic hinges RC had. Mm -hmm. It does look like Rick, though, actually has a model kit for that Ford Taurus, which I oh, appreciate, yeah. yeah. So I'm tilting my head because I'm looking at the uh, Discord chat where the picture he posted tfradio.net slash Discord. It needs to be rotated 90 degrees. Um, yeah, no, I like these a lot. They have... Um, <clears throat> Um, blast effect parts. Starscream comes with this um, missile launching effect part. Oh, that's awesome. It's War Machine-like. Now, the one disappointment I have with this is the end is just a 3mm socket. There's not a 5mm peg component to it, so you can only put it onto a the hard gun. point. You can't uh, fit it into like a cannon barrel or mm. something. I was, I was actually going to try, while I was talking about Megatron, to um, have Megatron breathing missiles while I was holding it up for the camera, but there's no way to get to fit, so... Sad trombone. I think not enough actually makes, though, an adapter to go from 5mm down to a 3mm peg. And this might be the reason to get one of those. Um, otherwise, Starscream comes with a couple of uh, just energy blasts, which unfortunately were crammed into the package in such a way that they warped a little bit. But I seem to be able to be able to, I think I can get them to straighten back out because they were bent more than this. I've already been able to straighten them to this degree. So I'm optimistic. Prowl comes with. Um, a variant of the Dotson rifle, which actually is a pretty nice-looking yeah. interpretation of it. I kind of like this. It's um, maybe a little bit smaller than the Earthrise version. Yeah, it's, 
yeah, a little bit, not too much. Uh, you know, it just it looks like a variant version of the weapon, and I kind of dig that too. And then there's um, these two blast effects, which can either attach one of them to the rifle or both to the shoulder guns. And then one off-topic thing I got when I was at Walmart getting those Cyberverse Deluxes, I went over to the uh, clearance aisle. And I found the Hasbro uh, Lightning Collection Power Morpher set for $25. Are those just like nice. coins or do they do anything? No, it's the Morpher. I don't know. Yeah, Power the, yeah, the, yeah, the Morpher is the main thing. They've got the coins on display here. And no. I think depending which coin you put in, the sounds and lights change. Ooh. Yes. They're like cyber keys. Yeah. <sighs> sort of, yeah. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Uh, this originally retails for fifty, so you know, getting it for twenty five is uh, I pretty love, decent discount. I love that our Discord conversation has moved over to Twitter now, and Blade is still doing the uh, crossover stuff. Cheetos crossover, tra- Cheetos cross transformers using Cheetor. Hmm. Uh, Jared, as in Megatron spitting out the missiles from his mouth. Yes, that was my intent. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant by breathing missiles. Okay, you want me to go now? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, I'm excited. What in the heck has he got? Thanks to John DeLuna oh. for thrusting me. Am I the only um, one who opened it? I got, well, you know, I've been... I didn't have time. They um, say time so is the fire. the fire in which we burn. Which I watched burn. Star Trek Generations recently. The one thing, um, now, you guys may remember, I don't, it... This Cybertron villains line is this the only figure we've gotten in this line? No, is that there... um the um the Thundercracker and Skyward two pack had that on it, and the clones from Target had that. Okay, so Target's Earthrise exclusives were all Cybertron villains because it was all Decepticon. I didn't even notice that. I okay. don't think they printed that on Runabout packaging, but I don't remember where Runabout box got to. So is this it? But definitely. Big thank you to John. John's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's not on Runabout's packaging, which kind of makes me suspect this was not originally planned to be Target's exclusive. Or they forgot. And that was, and the, yeah, one way or the other, I would more think like that was going to be in a retail assortment, and then it just kind of had to go somewhere else. It, yeah, it could easily go either up. way. We've seen instances though when they had like some sort of design thing in place, and they literally just forgot to do it. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I got were the. Uh, Ah. Wave 1 Deluxes uh, from Entertainment Earth. They finally came in. Sweet. I got Cheetor. I'm scared to open him because I saw what happened to Chris's. Oh. So so the tab that broke on mine immediately is not vital for either mode to hold together correctly. So, like, don't worry too much about that. I got uh, Little Warpath, Warpath who, who looks... I don't know. <laughs> he just looks so small in the window. Like... I'm sure he's not going to be as small once no, I get him out of the box. No, he's pretty small, but he's, he's a great toy. He's, he's fine, though. Yeah, I like him. Black Arachnia. I love Black Arachnia. Black Arachnia great. is small. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm so excited to open her up. <clears throat> and then, of course, Paleo Tracks, which this is my yeah. second one. Whatever. Sweet. Oh, I, yeah. I forgot you got one already. I also, like Chris, got Megatron from GameStop. Mm-hmm. And Cyclonus, which I ordered first, <laughs> and it came after Megatron. So, but I also ordered a couple other things with Cyclonus. An American Tail Rat Trap goes west. 
Blade Raider's having much fun with this. Yeah. Two Target exclusive I'm sorry. Uh, Transformers pops, hmm. uh, which is Starscream and Bumblebee. Do you have to order them online, or were they in store? One I had to order online. Uh, one was sold out on, uh, online, and the other one I uh, that was sold out online I had to find in the store, which was, I believe, <sighs> the Bumblebee is the one that was sold out online. That I had yeah, to find I, in the I, I don't know what I would do if I actually encountered one in store. Like, I no part of me would actually buy it, but I would I don't know. I just hate pop so much. Then I also got Megatron and the GameStop Soundwave, because you know, there's regular Soundwave and then there's the GameStop exclusive Soundwave. So... Okay, difference... I, I changed my mind. I would not buy any of those. Yeah. There's no way. The only, the only difference on the GameStop exclusive Soundwave is he has... The broken tape deck clear. Yeah, screw that. Uh, and of course, I showed Optimus Prime last week. Yeah, um, deep into pops. Uh, the only other one I got uh, from GameStop that came with Cyclonus came. Get out. It came badly damaged. Like it's torn and it's Ooh. crushed. And of course, it's oh. jazz. So mm. I'm debating whether I should open jazz up and just it's going to box. Yeah, sure. Why not? Crushed yeah. and torn. It's uh movie jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. don't, never mind. That's but, yeah. And the one thing that I'm still missing, uh, shipped on December 2nd, <laughs> my sandstorm G2 sandstorm from entertainment earth, uh, has still not shown up. No, they printed your shipping label on December 2nd. It yeah. did not ship on December 2nd. Okay. Well, either way, <laughs> uh, the last update was uh, December 25th, and then it vanished. So hopefully someone enjoyed that for Christmas. Great. But yeah, that's that's all I got this week. Who's next? And didn't get, as it happens. Yeah, and didn't get. Who's next? Uh, I guess I can. Yeah. Mind if I go next, Don? Please. Yeah, go, go ahead. Okay. Um, well, uh, for Christmas, I got uh, I got uh, Trailbreaker uh, from Angel, which uh, is a really nice figure. Um, I don't know why the addition of a truck cap makes it feel as different as it does from Hoist, but it feels different enough from Hoist that I'm that I'm fairly happy with it. Arm thing still not sold on, but otherwise it's a pretty nice figure. Um, also, uh, speaking of things that, uh, that were shipped. A good while ago, I got uh, today. I got from John uh, a runabout, which was shipped on December the fourth via priority mail, two day shipping, and got here today on December the thirtieth. Yeah, that sounds right. John, and are you looking for Entertainment Earth? <laughs> Very funny. No, no, my stuff like delivers eventually. <laughs> so clearly, that, not. that is yet to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, run, Runabout is a pretty nice figure. I, you know, messed with it a little bit. It's, it, I like the uh, transformation. Having a little bit of trouble getting everything quite locked down in vehicle mode, but I think that's on me as much as anything. Just, you know, just one of those things where I think minute adjustment of like shoulder joints and things will improve the way things sit if I go back to it. Um, I also got uh, Beast Wars Megatron through, uh, uh, through, uh, GameStop, 
And yeah, the, I, I did not have the experience of handling a masterpiece Megatron. So the, the hips were a little bit terrifying to me at first. Um, I'm right now they're less terrifying and more pinchy, but, uh, that I, I really cannot transform this figure yet without my thumbs hurting. Uh, the one thing, the one thing I do want to uh, warn people about is that the little pan, uh, rectangular panels that, uh, cover the hinges on the tail can get folded up underneath the uh, panels when you uh, when you convert it to robot mode. So you can actually end up creasing the soft plastic. So just be careful and make sure you've got that exactly right when you transform it. Mm. You know, just be be extra careful with that because that yeah, I did get a I did get a minor like bend on that that is coming out with time, but still just yeah, not all, not happy to have that uh, that happen. I but, like the concept, I guess, behind putting that soft plastic on Megatron to actually, you know, feel like. I think they called it dinosaur leather at one point. Um, in practice, mm -hmm. I kind of wish they hadn't. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but overall, actually, you know, just looking at the way it's collecting. I'm not sure whether that's dust or just pigment uh, leaching out of it in a way I've seen before. It just kind of reminds me of uh, uh, the PVC on MS in action to a certain degree, which is also notorious for creasing yeah. and bending, yeah. warping. Warping is the word. Yeah, oh, but uh, yeah. So, but yeah, it is it's a good figure. I like it. I'm glad I got it. And I, I you know, a eh, good place to start with Kingdom, I suppose. Uh, other than that, I, uh, well, I'll, I'll stick it to, mo uh, I'll stick to mostly, uh, like nerd, uh, nerd type things and not just the more, you know, dull Christmas things I got. I also got the first volume of Gundam, the origin, which is the, uh, manga retelling of the original series by the original character designer. And those are some really nice hardcover books. I have, I have got to get the rest of that. That is, that is really nice looking, especially the color sections. The, in addition to everything else, the man is just a tremendous painter. But that is that is what I I uh, got this week. Cool, Don, da Don, 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 da Don, Don, Don. Hey, yeah, I've not had a chance to do a lot of looking around, uh, but when I uh, came in today from that uh, run, I had uh, Megatron from GameStop, and uh, have not literally he was sitting on the porch like about half about. Five minutes before I logged in, but I, I am going to talk about the experience that I had, uh, just so uh, people will know what's going on. It came in box was fine, the outer box was fine. I'm not sure if you can tell the damage to the itself, oh. but the box, but the yeah, box itself is it on the side. Yeah, but um, the problem I had is that. When I, I had to go in store up there to order it because the website would not let me log in and kept timing out. So I ordered it in store. It shipped. I wasn't going to be down here because it shipped several days before they had estimated it would ship. Called, went, went to the FedEx website, tried to redirect it. Couldn't. Called FedEx, asked them to redirect it, but because of restrictions placed on it by GameStop, it could not be redirected. Called GameStop, finally. Agent said they sent a notification over to FedEx that it would that they allowed it to be redirected. Called FedEx. 
couldn't be done. I try to call GameStop, kept getting dropped or cycled through the options and never getting anything past the main menu. I left a note on the door for the FedEx driver to deliver it on Saturday when I knew I would be back. And it just so happens I was back down here today and it was sitting on the doorstep. So, uh, again, first world problems. And I got the figure. It's just, it's very frustrating when, if you can't even redirect your package the day it ships, when it's not even close. Where were you redirecting it from? Uh, well, I mean, in general, it was still in transit. It had just left. Yeah, but where, were you, where was it going to? It was coming to my apartment, but at the time, I wasn't planning on being here. And there's a Walgreens that is a FedEx hold location oh. about nine miles up the road. But I didn't, it know, would FedEx, not, I didn't know FedEx would re, uh, redirect. I don't know of anybody that will do that. Well, uh, the op- you do have the option on the tracking information to um, change the delivery location. Wow, I didn't know right. that. Yeah, and, and I also that's... saw Don. This might interest you if you didn't know about this. If you have a delivery uh, go to a Walgreens location, uh, they will apparently give you a five dollar uh, Walgreens like rewards point bonus for doing that. Nice. I I did not know that. No, uh, but I couldn't. But what really what really cheesed me off was the agent said they sent the release to FedEx. Called about an hour later, they said it still couldn't be done. It's FedEx, so I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, no, well, no, they were saying it was GameStop because would not allow <laughs> it to be redirected. Okay, I mean, so, if it was just an hour later too. It's possible their system had not caught up to the status change. But, but you know, honest, yeah. honestly, though, FedEx, uh, yeah, FedEx, FedEx does give a lot more more um, uh, requirements that the um, shipper can do. I think compared to other uh, shippers, right. so there's probably but, some truth to that. Yeah, it's just it's just very frustrating when it's hard enough to get online, find these things before their scalps are sold out. I had to go into store and place the order in store because I couldn't log into the website with full bars, full service, and could not log in. And then not able to even. Re- it's just extremely frustrating that if all these stores are going to step up with the vacuum that Toys R Us left and are trying to carry more of these collectible things and the customer service experience sucks. I mean, they know it sucks. It just, That's the business yeah. model. Yeah, I know. It, it just, it's just very frustrating that... Hey, Don. We, we, you know, but so, again, so, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to vent about that because it was very frustrating. So if, if someone else runs into that, they know what's Don, going on. Don, super important question from Manny Kara in the chat. <laughs> How do you okay, order I'm something? For, how do you order something from the web in a GameStop store? They can they order it for you. Uh, I I went online, saw the page, tried to order it, and the the system just would never get past the "I am not a robot" captcha. Because you are a kept, robot. Yeah, apparently I am. Um, perhaps it hasn't heard of me. I guess. No, they, but, um, they you could answer it right. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, how many, but no, how you many school get... buses did you see? There are four school buses. School buses. There was another joke actually, I wanted to make, but you won't let me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, there are, there was no image capture. It was just I checking never... the box. There was no. But anyway, I just wanted to vent about that and let people know what they may run into uh, if they order something. Because I, when I ordered my Iron Factory Dungeons and Dragons figures, I had absolutely no problem. Iron Factory. But again, 
uh, Iron Iron Studio. Sorry, Iron Studios. Like, Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. I, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Left. dude. I get it. You're tired. We're all tired. Um, uh, Don, I was going to ask something else. It just completely escaped me. Anyway, Don, it could be yeah, worse. I'll... Um, somebody reached out to me yesterday. Yesterday? Well, sometime in the last couple of days. Uh, cause like they ordered a Megatron at the same time. I think all of us did, except you know, without having to go in the store to do it. And they still apparently have not even gotten like an email saying it's shipped yet. So yeah. And I, I mentioned this last week, but I wanted to show it off because I actually have it in here. I did get the oh, crank. Nice. Oh, cool. The neck crank. Cause does it uh, come with, does it come it, with the jelly crank, the brain crank? Yep, right there. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And so, big shredder. Yeah. I have not been able to find that. I want that thing so bad. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Don's holding again, on to one for me. I think. Yeah, I just have to get back here. No, and Don, get no, 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 Don. It's fine. I know you got other stuff going on. It, you know, get around to yeah. it. You know, as soon but, as you can. I, but, but I don't, don't I don't, don't plan on buying any more turtle stuff unless I do a new Soggy Yojimbo. Um, that, and again, I I have no connection to the character other than I just like the way the character looks because I've got the two 2012 Usagi, but um. Yeah, that's I have comics sometimes, Don. They're excellent. And I have yeah. uh, uh, original Turtles toy line Space Usagi. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, I've checked a few places locally. Nothing new has turned up. Nothing on clearance. I mean, just it's a it's a go wasteland out there. It's post Christmas post post Christmas desolation. Yeah. Title. Okay. So, uh, who else? Matt? Who's next? Matt. Uh, yeah, so uh, we weren't really feeling Christmas around here this year, so didn't get a whole lot. Um, just basically stuff I didn't feel like spending money on myself, so I you know, had <laughs> somebody else get them for me, so I got Siege Red Alert. Nice. And um, Earthrise RC, so. Yay. That's nice. <laughs> um, I also got a bunch of modulators just because I wanted to make the uh, abomination of ah. Autobot, Autobot X thing, so I have that for my shelf now. Oh, very nice. Nice. With my remaining uh, spare weaponizers. And I got Masterpiece Spinout. Oh, what do you think? I've been waiting for for quite some time. I mean, I love I loved the Sunstreaker anyway. Yeah. And like this is this is the one I've been wanting since they announced Masterpiece. I, I canceled my pre order because of the glut of pre orders that hit this past month. So I'm going to need to reorder that one. So, but that is a definite must yeah, have to get. He is absolutely beautiful, oh, and I love him. And probably where I'm going to be stopping with masterpiece, you know. And on a high note, uh, yes. Un unless they do a black iron hide or start to get better and more reasonably priced. Yeah. So you're going to be stopping. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, got a couple Power Rangers things too that I've been waiting on for weeks and weeks. I got the. Uh, uh, Astronema and Andros two pack from In Space, nice. And uh, the face sculpts really are getting better on these. Um, uh, the Astronema doesn't particularly look like the actress, but the Andros isn't bad. I really hope if they do an accessory pack that they actually do like more Astronema's wigs, just as part of an accessory pack. Well, I'm sure she'll get a. a Single release, yeah, yeah, somewhere down the line where they could do another one. And I got the uh, SPD A Squad versus B Squad blue pack. Cool. And the uh, the face sculpt on on Sky is actually really good too. Uh, it look it comes out way better in person. 
and but I'm generally pretty happy with those, but they really need to work on the uh, details on these things. Because, I mean, you've got teams coming across different waves, and it always seems that they change paint details between the waves. So, whereas, you know, SPD Red has the silver line through the, through the helmet, uh, it's white on the Blue Ranger. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Kind of like uh, on the Zeo Rangers, uh, Five has the white lines around his visor, and Blue has the silver line. It's just different deco artists i guess so yeah they need like some oversight to make sure things are unified yes it's slightly obnoxious and john's job now well that was before that was before his tenure yeah and i got my super mini plaw uh max victory robo sigma the black version of the max victory robo that must have set you back uh yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> probably not. Probably not as bad as you're thinking, but probably, I'm thinking like you know, super train territory. No. Oh, okay. That's not so bad then. No, and it gives me something to do over my over my long holiday weekend. Cool. So. Yes. And I think that's it for me. Sweet, John. Did you get anything? Uh, no, not really. So, in the interest of time. I'll throw the ball back to you. It's fine. Time is just the fire in which we... Yeah, yeah, if you have something, talk about it. I've never heard that. Never heard that expression. Um, Let's see here. I think the only thing... The only thing I got, basically, it sounds like, is I got thrust for everybody. Except (laughs) Matt. Matt is in uh, Maryland. Last I checked, since I I get updates uh, on yes, I I actually did have I actually did have a a lovely uh, chat with my postal worker yesterday. What when I went in to pick up my. uh, my super mini block it, and apparently my area's um, distributions or sorting center has been absolutely ravaged by uh, by, by COVID. Yes. Oh yes. no! Like, like oh, yeah. hundreds hundreds of people short. Oh uh, no! At this time, and my neighbor, you know, my plus, neighbor just died from it, and somebody else I know that uh, too. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Keep that box in the garage for a day or two. Yeah. Then, I guess. Yeah, and you know with. The increase in holiday mail and people not traveling, more packages were sent, more letters were sent, more cards were sent. So they've been just treat treat your postal workers with respect. I understand yes. yeah, no that kidding. it's frustrating not not getting your packages on time. I, I feel the frustration myself. But there's literally but nothing they can do about it. No, there's nothing yeah. they can do about it. They're people. They're stressed out too. In fact, they're being prevented from doing anything about it. Yes. Yeah, and ninety nine point nine percent of the time they still deliver eventually. So yes. things so, still make it there. Yeah, you know, show a little respect, show a little courtesy, for sure. Yeah, the only time that it doesn't make it there is if it sinks in the ocean, like yeah. that uh, that one ship that was caught uh, in the storm. Yeah, you know, about a thousand containers are floating out there somewhere with a bunch of Goku's. Anyway, um, <laughs> the only like literally, <laughs> I think I think it is Goku is one of the things that's in the ocean now anyway um so the only thing that i got like of interest was a krang this past weekend so Mm -hmm. i did like hunt down a krang i'm still looking every day and especially now that um the 86 studio series stuff is popping up in target uh oh yeah spoilers for later in the show i don't know um i have uh, just yet another reason to Check bricks, brick seek every day, and then hit targets every day. But I, yeah, I'm still like hunting krangs just for the sport of it. So hopefully, I'll find a couple more for the 
for the guys on the show. But I did find one, and then that allowed me to pay forward the extra that Don found. And so XV is going to get a hold of that, like he said. And um, and he's really nice. Uh, you know, one thing that um, I think people that are maybe new to NECA or other toy lines that are not Transformers may not realize is that this is one of those toy lines where the figures are effectively 100% painted. Uh, and so, like, run amok is kind of like an anomaly in transformers but in a lot of other toy lines not so much and it's just because they can be sticklers for a color matching i'm looking at you sunstreaker but I feel uh, like you know. specifically with the NECA turtle stuff too they're probably doing the total paint coverage because they want them to have that matte look so they are more like a, for sure you know three-dimensional animation yeah. model yeah for sure and, and it does that it, it accomplishes that mm -hmm. but uh it can also be one of those things where um if you're new to a line like that, it can be weird or, or it can be very different. It, it's just a different feel, different approach. But uh, but he is cool. Um, I do really like him. I appreciate him. He is about the size of, um, I would say, a um, leader class. I would say, yeah, he's probably the size of a leader class transformer. And uh, he's in scale with the other ones uh, in that line. So he's in scale with a standard seven inch line. Um, comes with a completely different Krang, which is appreciated. So if you have Krang from another uh, NECA pack, this is completely different. Uh, and he's molded to uh, to fit into the Android body and uh, put his uh, tentacles around the controls and all that good stuff. Oh, nice. And, yeah. And so um, like Don had said, he comes with a gajillion accessories. Uh, that's appreciated. One thing that I do find funny is in a lot of videos, uh, in fact, almost most videos, I would say, is that they don't put his antenna in into his head. Uh, he comes with two antenna because they're very small, and thankfully they probably expect you might lose one. So he has a he has a spare. It's the one thing you have to like stick on him to finish finish him out. And um, it's just funny that that just passes people by. They don't realize like what that tuning fork is for. Hmm. So <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, he's cool. Or, or they want to be accurate to their Playmates original Krang's Android body where that thing always broke off. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that <laughs> broke off like instantly. Yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, anyway, he's great. And uh, I appreciate that. And then thankfully, um, I am done for the year, uh, which means I'm done for the next like 24 hours looking for NECA stuff. But <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, anything, everything else, like, like for, I guess for Christmas, the one thing I got, uh, from my parents, cause they still think I'm 12 and, uh, and I oblige when they ask me what I want, um, is, uh, the 1989, uh, Batwing Ooh. Lego set. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. so I'll find time in the next, uh, First or second, or so? yeah, the first, the first or second quarter of 2020. You're, you're gonna have to find a lot of time. That's yeah. How, how many pieces is that? It's like three thousand or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, three thousand or thirty-five hundred somewhere yeah. in there. That sounds like right. That. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're um hopefully having our house on the market next week, which means our house should sell next week. Right. <laughs> because there's literally no houses on the market. Um, I can't. Which once we sell, we'll use that. Uh, some of the money from that to finish the basement. I am really looking forward to having a, a like a Lego nook, like a little corner where I can have all my kits and stuff to put together and a little table that's just like dedicated to put together Lego stuff. Mm -hmm. I would like to have that for my Mega Construct stuff. Yeah, I mean, it would be, yeah, it'll be Lego yeah. Mega Constructs. Creo. Yeah, no, I mean, I know, I know it's not like brand specific. It's yeah. like I don't worry Lego, but I have, you know, several unbuilt uh, Mega Construct stuff because I have nowhere to safely put them once they are built. Yeah. 
So I'm super stoked so about that. Why, that's why my Enterprise remains unbuilt to this day. Yep. That's why I never bought an Enterprise, even when it was like $60. My, my, yeah, my Enterprise, my Terradrome, uh, Castle Grey. Oh, I built my Terradrome. I built my Terradrome. <laughs> the bridge. Yeah. I built the bridge. I, I need to. So John's done. I'm going to just quickly run through the, the stuff I have. Did I, one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, since it's year end, um, just interesting thing, but it's about toys I've bought. Uh, I was missing one deluxe toy from the Earthrise series. It was Red Alert. Um, found him finally. Yay! Um, it's, it's Red Alert. Uh, John again got uh, basically everybody thrust. Thank you, John. Mm -hmm. Very happy. I want basically every single canonical uh, conehead and seeker. That I can get, so I'm very happy with that. John also got me the he got this for Diecast too. Diecast may not have gotten it. Um the uh Splinter and Baxter Stockman set. So Yeah, after hearing John talk about that Splinter and me realizing that he's a hundred percent right, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, what's I'll wrong with take it? it? No, no, it's no yeah, a compliment. Oh yeah, it's it yeah. looks great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's the, the only part. cartoon accurate Splinter figure ever is yeah. what they're referring to. So, and yep. speaking of that, the uh, other thing I got, which I didn't, it's one of those, it's one of those Walmart.com things that popped up that I forgot about. It is the Eastman and Laird's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book collection. So it's a box set. Neat. Yeah, it's oh, it looks wow. like the party wagon, I guess. Uh, but it's actually got six figures in it. The uh, colorized versions of the turtles, uh, as well as oh, cool. from the from the uh, comics, as well as Splinter and uh, Shredder. Dang. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Forty bucks. Forty. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not not bad at all. So oh, that's not getting opened. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Um, well, you barely open anything. I so. barely open anything. That's true. Yeah. So um, one thing though. I discovered, and I'm just going to go somewhere. And this, I don't want to sound, how do I say it? I don't want to over, I don't want to sound like I'm overemphasizing my, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, one thing, though, uh, that I found that I really like to use for uh, displaying toys and storing them are these, uh, I think they're Ultra Pro. Yeah, Ultra Pro 50 count two piece boxes. Uh, they're basically 50 count. Um, boxes for trading cards uh but for things like micromasters uh mini spies and stuff like that they are just like the perfect size basically hmm. and they're cheap and things that uh sometimes aren't easy to display it might be a way to do it so what i've been displaying what i'm going to use once my office is back up and going what i'm going to display are my 1985 McDonald's Happy Meal toys. And I've bought quite a few more over the last couple months. So uh, out of 24 or 25, and I'll talk more about that in a second, I'm up to 19. So I have like five-ish left. So, and I, I'm hesitant to talk about these because the market for them is so small and niche. Uh, like no joke, whenever I mention them on the podcast, the price goes up the next time they pop up because they pop up so infrequently. Uh, but the, the long and the short of this is um, there's not a whole lot of collectors who collect these. And there's not a lot of these. They're pretty rare. 
but the prices on them aren't astronomical. So it's a, been a good collectible for me. And I guess one of the reasons I can feel comfortable about talking about this, because since I only have five left, I'm going to have to start going to private sales to get the ones I need because of the likelihood that they're going to show up on eBay is limited. But with that being said, on eBay, I've probably been 75% of the market of these toys for like the last two years. So, you know, not private sales, not whatever, but like of the stuff that's sold on eBay for the last two years, I'm, de I'm certainly over 50% of the sales for it. And uh, what I found recently is I've probably, I've to some extent, either through buying or through mentioning them on the podcast, again, because I show up so infrequently, uh, I've artificially inflated the price of some of these things. So uh, recently some of these have popped up because I, there's one that, uh, it was one of these, somebody listed it as the rarest of the toys. So instead of paying like 50 bucks a piece for these, um, I ended up paying... I think it was for the Bumblebee. I ended up paying like $200 for it because I, it said it was the rarest. And, you know, it's hard to quantify that. I'm like, I'll probably never see it again. Of course, if you look here, I now have dupes of them because a few months later, I did see it again. Huh. So, uh, but I just noticed these popping up on eBay recently. Somebody had some common ones and they're still up uh, that they for 300 bucks each. Like ones that would probably be worth 30 or $35. Um, so, uh, funny enough, the guy who was selling them on eBay popped up on one of the Facebook groups I'm on, and I didn't realize it was the same guy, and he was trying to sell the same ones for 200 I think, 225 and I'm like, I don't know what's going on with the price here, and then I'm like, some crazy person on eBay is trying to sell these for $300, you know, ones that are worth about 30 and I, unknowingly, I, I, I think I insulted the guy, and I, I, I kind of regret that. <laughs> But I just noticed that, you know, um, mentioning them, showing them off on Twitter, uh, whatever, you know, maybe a dozen of these show up on eBay in a year. And if one shows up after I mention it, they do tend to go up in price. And it's kind of it's kind of a damn if you do, damn if you don't thing. But I have like five left. So I'm probably just going to have to start seeking out directly people who sell these to get them instead of waiting for them to pop up. And hopefully the people will show me mercy and not charge me like $200 for, for something. Well, if you would stop insulting them, Brian. Yeah. Well, I, I have all the ones that he was selling. Like, he's trying to sell them for like 200 bucks <laughs> each. And I like their common ones. I'm like, for the whole lot, I, I'd pay about 100 for it. <laughs> so I am half tempted, though, to sell the duplicates that I have for cheap on eBay. On eBay specifically, to manipulate the price down. <laughs> so when more pop up. Uh, the price is a little deflated, but I don't think that would work. But the thought has crossed my mind. Uh, okay, but yeah, that's just funny. So I'm like five away. Uh, somebody on that same group ended up posting um, his picture of a complete collection. He actually had, I can't remember if it was Braun or Gears. I think it was Gears. Um, he ended up having one that was not a documented coloration. So it looked like a dye lot variation. So, dear God, I don't want to get into dialogue variations on these. No. But, no. so... Uh, How different was it? Noticeably different. It was like the difference between gr uh, blue Grimlock and turquoise Grimlock. Or or blue Transmetal Optimus Primal and pink Transmetal Optimus Primal, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it was definitely enough where I would say it's a different toy, but it was... I'm pretty... I'm 99% sure it was meant to be, like, the normal blue-yellow version of the toy. Interesting. So, if I don't count that, I'm five away from having the full set. Interesting and destructive. Yeah. 
So I'm probably just going to start uh, hitting up people, asking around to see if I can get those toys. So, hey, but Happy New Year. So that's awesome. That's what's coming up over the weekend. Hopefully you guys aren't getting into anything too crazy, like any, uh, you know, uh, room parties or anything, toy trading. Yeah don't, yeah, don't do that right now. Yeah, don't do that right now. Oh, also, John alluded to it briefly, but I wanted to uh, note it more directly since we kind of didn't mention it. Uh, Studio Series 86 stuff is in stores in the U.S. now. It's been hitting uh, targets on the West Coast. The Voyagers started being found last week or maybe the week before, and just today or yesterday, the Deluxes also started popping up in Target. Cool. Okay. So that stuff's out there now, so uh, hunt safely. Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see here. You can find us on uh, Twitter at TF Radio, on Facebook at facebook.com slash TF Radio, and on Instagram at TF Podcast. But you really should just go to tfradio.net. That's where we have everything, including links to our YouTube, and you should subscribe to that. And info on our uh, Roku channel and our Fire TV channel. So uh, I'm personally on Twitter at bkilby and on Instagram at Brian Kilby. And you can find my uh, other podcast stuff at briankilby.com. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rob Springer's not here, but he's at Robo Rob Springer on the Twitters and at zonebase.org. Uh, Don, how do people get a hold of you? Don, <laughs> Don, Don. Hey, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Excellent. 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 Uh, and let's see here. Chris, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, for my toy photography work, you can find that at playwithphotography.com. That's where things like galleries and articles are collected. Um, on social media, you can find that on Instagram at playwithphotography or at playwithphotos on Twitter. Uh, I'll post random photos or just, you know, on Twitter, general things relating to toys sometimes. I'm kind of bad about keeping, like, you know, one topic to one account, so it kind of gets spread. But the photos will always be on one of those accounts. Um if you like the work I do, uh, you can show your support by uh, pitching in on Patreon, patreon.com slash playwithphotos. Uh, you can do that for as little as $2 per month and get early access to new galleries that I produce. Uh, personally, I'm on Twitter at ChrisRTXV, uh, and I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrislist, and I guess I'll just go ahead and start mentioning my birthday's coming up in about three weeks. I'll You're, be old. You are 35. <laughs> no. 36. 36. No. 37. Well, I am now. Okay, 37 on okay. my birthday, yeah. Okay. So Matt's technically right, but I think he was trying to name my age on my birthday, so he was wrong. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, Rob. Okay, uh, I am on Twitter at Figure Viewers and Rob Flails. Uh, mostly toy stuff on Figure Viewers, as the name would imply. And mostly gaming stuff on uh, Rob Flails, though there is overlap. Uh, Rob Flails is the Twitter account for Flailthrough is my YouTube channel. I cover Gundam Battle Operation 2 primarily for the PlayStation 4 and 5. Free to play Gundam game. Just added a bunch of fun stuff from Gundam Sentinel. Thinking we'll get the New Year's update this week, but we'll uh, find out about that in approximately two hours. Uh, you can see the update on my channel tomorrow morning with uh, details on what's been added and what's been changed. And if you like what I do over there, uh, patreon.com slash flailthroughs, you can throw money at me in exchange for requests of specific rounds and what have you. And uh, also, if you'd rather just throw stuff at me, uh, my uh, wish list is still up at tfradio.net slash playlist. 
Cool. And we have a conversation in the chat about CRTs, and I forgot last <laughs> week I was going to buy a black and white TV. And I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Maybe next time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mentioned Don. John. Uh, that John D everywhere. Excellent. Diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. And you can see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. Excellent. And I want to thank all of our uh, patrons out there. But, of course, uh, the folks at the Touch tier we mention every week. And you're also listed at tfradio.net slash credits. Uh, so thank you to Kevin Dorsey, Peter Junokopoulos, Sean Bratton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Mike Mallory, Jason Hiley, Jonathan James, Hector Bones, Nathan Sampy, Spider Bob, Rabbits, Emmett Stresovich, Gaming Fix, Joey Russell, Ryan Bona, and Ness. And all these folks here are um, uh, eligible to be on our weekly History on the Fives Patreon-exclusive podcast. And someday I would be entirely fine if all of these folks were on every week. And you could be a patron, too, by going to patreon.com slash tfradio. Help us out. We, like, really need it. That would be wonderful. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. It's late. I'm about to break curfew. So we'll oh, see you no. next week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bye-bye. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show since 1999. 100% girlfriend free since 1999.